without my fucking guts exploding. <laughs> that will make it nice and extra interesting. Oh, man. It's just a long radio silence during a horrendous diarrhea break. Hey, guess what? I'm going to vamp for about 20 minutes. <laughs> With just distant moaning. <laughs> that was part of the movie. This is the part of the movie that we're torturing and spine shanking this chick. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh... My asshole hurts. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the movie, too. We're, uh, all right, well, we're already getting... Hey, everybody. Welcome to Horror Vomit, where we talk about horror movies so you don't have to. My name is Chris Faff, and I'm one of your co-hosts. And I'm James Marino, the other one of your co-hosts. Yeah, we're... uh. <laughs> listen, we're, we're doing an easy week this week. This is pretty much like taking a week off. I... Mm. Yeah, this movie. Yeah, mm. it was fine. I mean, dude, we did Coherence last week, and I don't feel like fucking thinking. Yeah, that it's hard to follow Coherence. I mean, that was a damn good movie. Yeah, so <laughs> we we decided to just pretty much turn our brains off, and we uh, this week we're talking about Wolf Creek, two thousand five's Wolf Creek, written by written and directed by Greg the Drag McLean. It, that's right. nobody calls them that. Oh, I, I, just me. Uh, there might be somebody else. Well, now everyone's gonna do it because you know you did it. You know, uh, you remember the band Death? Vaguely, the, the drummer for that, Gene Hoagland. Yeah, <laughs> I was talking to an old boss of mine about that band one time, and he's like, "Oh yeah, good old Mean Gene Jellybean on the drums." Like, man. I don't think anybody's ever called Gene Hoagland Mean Gene Jellybean. But anyway, uh, st- starring Nathan Phillips as Ben, Cassandra McGrath as Liz, Kesty Morris as Chrissy, and John Jarrett as former Rolling Stones guitarist Mick Taylor. Oh, yeah. I, I was lying about that. Being Mick Taylor, yeah. Yeah, it's not Mick Taylor from the Stones. Mm-mm. I, I was... I was, I was pulling a goof. Oh, I'm dying. I'm dying inside a little bit here. Oh. So, uh, yeah, Wolf yeah. Creek. Oof. Wolf Creek. There is. I, we didn't have to do a goddamn bit of thinking. Nope. It, uh, it kind of puts it right all out on the table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to say it or should I? Go for it. I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> it is completely paint by numbers. There, yeah. Yeah. For the most part. But, uh. The first half hour, it's, though, I would have sworn it was a rom-com. But, I mean, it's not really my kind of movie. Like, it's... I, I, I'd seen this years and years and years ago. I was like, ah, fuck it, we'll do Wolf Creek. Mm-hmm. It, it'll be fine. And, like, I remember it being, like, a super, like, torture porn movie. Mm-hmm. And there is a lot of torture in it, but there's a lot of, like, just more stalking elements than I think actual screen time as far as torture. Yeah, and I, what I liked is they would cut away from it or they would allude to it. You didn't actually have to see. Yeah, this is, uh, this movie pushes right up against where, like, my personal boundaries of torture are. Like, you go much past this and I, I'm kind of not interested. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to see that life sucks as is i don't need to watch this bullshit Mm -hmm. well like the the one scene was kind of cartoony where with the finger severing it was just like um what was that um mad max 
Were they through the um, boomerang? Yeah. <laughs> That's all I could think of when I saw that. It was just a, he went to go catch the boomerang, fingers came off. Man, I'm really glad Mel Gibson wasn't in this, though, because he was also Australian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, Thanks. all right. Shrimp on the Barbie. My favorite thing about Mel Gibson is like, yeah, he's a real asshole, but like, you know, his dad once called the Pope queer. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently the apple did not fall. Yeah. Like, man, what kind of religious dickhead are you? Where like, that's how you talk about the Pope. Well, anyway, we're getting off on Mel Gibson. Well, yeah. Payback's fucking sweet though. That was a damn good movie. Yeah. I talked to Deb about that. I think on air. Who knows? Yeah. Did she like it? Oh, I think so. How could you not like that movie? Though? We could probably just call her. <laughs> we should have a line set up. No, no. we shouldn't. Um, do you want to do the plot synopsis, or do you want me to? Um, go on, go on ahead. All right. Uh, three backpackers are traveling through the Australian outback when their car breaks down. They are helped by a mysterious stranger who ends up being a psychotic murderer. Who knew? Man, like I was saying, though, like, I really kind of want it because, uh, I, John Jarrett, I'm going to keep wanting to call him Jeff Jarrett because I've been watching a lot of 90s wrestling. <laughs> I, I, uh, I got, I paid like the $10 for the one month of Peacock so I could watch Halloween Kills mm-hmm. and it really sucked. So they also have the WWE Network. So I've been watching a shitload of 90s wrestling. I am sorry. Oh, fuck you, dude. 90s wrestling rules. Okay. The 90s were the best, man. Uh, Legion of Doom? I vaguely remember the 90s, bud. Fucking rules, but... (laughs) Where were we? Oh, Oh, yeah, um, this movie. Yeah. You were uh, talking about Jarrett. Oh, yeah, John Jarrett. Uh, Jingleheimer Schmidt. (laughs) Hey, that's Jeff Jarrett's name, too. Well, whenever they go, okay, let's stop now. Anyway. This will not end well. I don't know what we were talking about as far as John Jarrett, but he's really good in this. Well, yeah, well, he was the person that they found who ended up being the psycho killer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's John Jarrett. And then hilarity ensues. Sort (laughs) of. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of. Mm-mm-mm. Um, I don't know, man. Like... It's a fine movie for what it is. It is. It's real paint by numbers, but like... I mean, all right, so you've got, they're what, between, somewhere between 19 and 22, would you say? Yeah. Because they're, obviously you can drink at, you know, eight years old or whatever in Australia. So, I mean, there's a lot of like, oh man, that party, I am so glad I was not there. Man, Mm -hmm. is that how people party? Like, they're all just jumping into pools and fucking taking shots and drinking beers in pools and like... Nah, that doesn't sound like a good night. Man, like, when I was drinking, it was just kind of like a, hey, I'm just gonna sit here. Like, I don't want people around. You drink like a person. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like a professional, (laughs) goddammit. Alone? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) With media. Listening to George Thorogood. (laughs) Absolutely. But no, no, that did not look like fun at all to me either. No, and like, I, 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 I like that they set up like the little romantic subplot, but it definitely like didn't go anywhere. It was just kind of like a sprinkling on top. Mm-hmm. That, like, oh yeah, it just kind of endears you to the characters. Mm-hmm. And a uh, fun story too. Uh, when they went out to film, like at that crater, mm-hmm. it hadn't rained there in ten years. 
Right. And the day that they showed up, it started raining, so they had to like quick make adjustments because this film was shot in chronological order over 25 days. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it was a fucking hectic schedule. That could not have been fun for anybody. No, uh, I guess John Jarrett at one point stopped uh, like washing his arms because of the tattoos that they had to apply every day. <laughs> it took so long for them to get it on. He was just like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> oh, the smell must have been wonderful. Oh, yeah, man, because, you know... Yeah. Australia is known for being cold. Oh yeah, but actually, at, at the, the night scenes though, it was cold. The, like the beach desert. scene too. Like I guess it was freezing fucking cold. Like all the camera and crew like had like coats and mittens on, and they made her run into the ocean. I guess she got so cold that she couldn't remember her name when she came out, and she just dove right in too. Yeah, I, you would not have known. Yeah, but I mean, all the performances in this film i thought were fucking solid for the most part. oh yeah i mean for a cheap little movie mm-hmm. shit you know they were they were all they all i felt like they were all at least somewhat seasoned actors it wasn't like you know they took them out of the uh dinner theater over you know across the bay or something yeah and uh i guess throughout this entire film that they would do one or two takes with like strictly following the script Mm -hmm. absolutely whatever was scripted and they'd see how it went and then they'd shoot a couple with you know a little bit of uh yeah improvisation okay and then they would do one with full-on improvisation that is really interesting (laughs) and they would yeah like blend uh different takes that they had from everything depending on like how they felt, obviously, how the performances came out for the scene, which I thought was a really cool way to shoot something. That is absolutely amazing. Now, this is the second movie we've done in a row where we had different, you know, different scriptings. Because the last one, that was they left cards, etc., for it, and they improved a lot of the dialogue. Yeah. And in this one, they allowed improv, but they kept to the script. That's that's actually amazing. Who thinks of that? I mean, besides this guy. Yeah, I mean. It's kind of a better version of the way that Kubrick used to do things. Because Kubrick used to do, yeah, notoriously, like, 40 takes until everybody was so zombified of reading these lines that he got, you know, like, really alienating performances out of the actors. But, I mean, nobody liked working for him because he was such a shitbag. So, like, I really like that. that You can tell there's a couple scenes, like, the when they're burping around the campfire. Yeah. That's all improvised. Had to be. Yeah. And like I said, the just the way that they play off of each other, and I thought all the performances were very good. There's very few drop notes as far as yeah, acting. especially when the girls were talking. Hey, you know, you like this guy? What's going on? Yeah, that was all real. That had a good feel to it. Yeah, and um, I, I do think this has a pretty accurate sense of realness about it like mm-hmm. there didn't seem to be anything that's like super duper far-fetched or i thought at one point it was gonna be something because they did that whole eclipse thing and i'm like oh no oh. don't make this supernatural and the guy's gonna go back and kill the bad guy and oh no don't do that they didn't no no but i was really worried there for a second because i was all this movie needed to do to put it over the top for me is maybe one more element, one more something. It just seemed lacking of one thing that would make it great. It was serviceable. It was good. And I'm trying to think the one one thing, maybe if there was a second killer or Ben ended up being a turncoat and helping Mick or something that would have made this movie extra cool. Right. And 
Uh, yeah. Because, all right, it starts out with a based on a true story. Mm-hmm. And this is based on a true story like Fargo's based on a true story, which is uh, not really at all. Because uh, Greg McLean wrote this like in the late 90s. And when they caught an Australian killer in the outback who was murdering tourists, like it was big national news there, he kind of rewrote it real quick. Mm-hmm. And I didn't look up the killer's name. I don't care what his name is. Nobody who, needs to know. No, it's I'm not going to glorify some dickhead who really killed people. Mm-hmm. But I guess when they get to uh, Mick's camp, there's a mining company, and it's just the killer's name spelled backwards. Oh, wow. And I don't know. I I think that's kind of gross. <laughs> like, you didn't need to do that. Yeah. Well, there's a couple... Fucking th- dropping shit all over the goddamn place. Get but, it together, man. <laughs> but... A little professionalism as we open this show I talking will put about in, diarrhea. <laughs> I will put in as much as you do, sir. But um, yeah, there were a couple drop notes here. <laughs> so this is the second Australian film that we've done on this podcast. And mm-hmm. I have a reason to believe now, after watching two Australian horror films, that they don't understand how to hide in Australia. <laughs> Because we also talked about the marshes, <coughs> where it looked like they like were just kind of like hiding by some weeds, mm-hmm. and in this, when they run the car off of the cliff or yep. the truck off the cliff, they just kind of scale down the cliff like maybe six feet, mm-hmm. and there's a very clear eye line between them and the killer, and it's shining a light pretty much directly on them, mm-hmm. and the one girl's going. Oh, they kick a rock down. That's why he looks. Yeah. And now the girls go like, shh, shh, shh. Like, you know, ignore the rock that I just kicked down and ignore the fact that the killer's flashing lights into our eyes. <laughs> just yeah. be quiet. Yeah. He's looking directly at them. Yeah, that was not good. Not, it wasn't a great shot selection. Mm-mm. You could have done something different. <laughs> but uh, Make it more of a payoff. Yeah, so, all right. Yeah, they... They get out into the outback. They're at the first crater that they're looking at. Mm-hmm. And Ben gives what's-her-face, I think it's Liz, a, l- a, l- a little smooch. Because mm-hmm. they have been talking the whole time about how they were kind of into each other. But he had a supposed girlfriend in Sydney. In Canada. His girlfriend from Canada. Canada? Oh, wrong movie reference. Sorry, this is a horror podcast. What in the fuck are you talking about weird science i've got a girlfriend in canada oh all right i say good goddamn! what in the hell just happened <laughs> i feel like my brain's gonna leak out of my ears because that came out of left goddamn field anyway welcome to my brain no thank you <laughs> I, it's super pass okay all right back to Where the task at hand sir oh yeah um i would have really liked if uh they kind of hadn't made Mick the killer. Like, he turned out to be a pretty good killer. But, like, all their shit goes wrong, and they're sitting in the car in the rain, freaking each other out about aliens or some shit, and they mm-hmm. see his lights. And he's just this crazy dude from the Outback who wants to help them for free. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's just such a good personality. <laughs> he was. He started out that way. There were a couple comments where you're like, oh, I see exactly where this is going. Yeah. But, like, yeah, he just starts fucking around with Ben. <laughs> like, it's, it's funny. He's, yeah, you can tell if he was actually giving Ben shit for being a douche. Yeah. Or whether he was a psycho killer. So they get back to the camp, and he gives them what he calls it, 
rainwater off the top. Yep. And he's clearly just drinking booze because he just cracks a bottle open. Yep. And, uh, yeah, he drugs them. They wake up, and we get our first real good torture scene. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, well, no. Well, we see what's her butt tied up in cutting her wrist or cutting the uh, binds, right? That's yeah, the first thing uh, see. yeah, but I was just trying to get to the torture scene. Oh. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Well, that's how we get to the torture scene. Yeah, because she's watching through like the slats in the walls or whatever. And uh, there is one POV shot in particular where I guess they cleared out the entire crew and it was just the two of them in there. And it had escalated, and the director was like, uh, he thought that uh, John Jarrett had gone like too far with what they were doing, mm-hmm. and had to like burst in and be like, "All right, guys, 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 guys!" And they were both just like, "What? <laughs> like this is what you asked us to do, right?" Wow. I mean, yeah, it's a pretty fucking intense torture scene. Mm-hmm. Well, it starts out with a mental torture too, with him with a gun. Oh, it's not going to, you know, uh-oh, click, click. Oh, it's not going to fire because because the pin's out or, you know, because the uh, bolt is out. Yeah. And then, so oh, the bolt is in. I didn't have one in the chamber. Click, click, you know, it, just totally mindful. And then he loads it up and, like, shoots one right past her. Mm-hmm. It's fucking, it's really intense. It is. Those, those were just amazing. I mean, because you're watching through the other girl's eyes. Yes. You know, you're watching through that. So you can feel that this is where I got the most uncomfortable in the movie is just pretty much through these scenes because you're seeing it and you're feeling the helplessness. Like you mm-hmm. want to go, you, you're, as a person, I wanted to go through the screen and help, but you're seeing it through her eyes just feeling like, oh my God, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. It really ratcheted up the tension. Yes. So the acting on that was superb. And Liz, like you said, breaks free of her bindings and sneaks outside and makes an explosion to uh, distract Mick out of the shed, whatever the fuck he's torturing them in. Yeah, it looks like an uh, like an old garage. Yeah. So he walks out. <laughs> Again, man, I love how he played this because he walks out and just yells, Jesus Christ, Mick, what are you doing? The first thing you do is always put out the fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just mad at himself. And so Liz goes in and tries to free her friend, realizes that he is going to be coming back and runs off screen and hides. Mm-hmm. And again, this is where like I think they did a really good job just as far as my personal, uh, how much I can handle of torture scenes. Yes. When he walks in and like cuts her free, says, all right, let's play, and just starts rubbing his crotch into her face. Mm-hmm. Because as much as I don't care for watching a sexual assault, they didn't go as far as what they could have mm-hmm. in a film, and I very much appreciate that. And another appreciation goes to them pulling off screen a lot, like we mentioned earlier. They mm-hmm. pulled off screen when they cut off her pinky. Mm-hmm. Oh, there goes, you can hear him say, there goes your pinky. You can hear the knife, but and you can hear a scream, but you don't see it. So it's almost like it's more gruesome in your head than what you see, but I'm glad I didn't have to see it. Yes. And because, and I think they did a great job with that. I mean, they showed some, but they didn't show others enough to just, again, unsettling without being horrific. Yes. Uh, 
Yeah, and without like somebody like me who's not really into torture films, like I'll watch them because it's a horror movie, and every once in a while, you know, it's like, all right, fuck it, let's do this. It doesn't cross that line for me to where I immediately just go, no, I don't need to see this. Fuck this. Mm-hmm. And they made him such a personable killer, mm-hmm. I guess if that's how I want to say it. Yeah. Because he's clearly done this before. This mm-hmm. is nothing new to him. He is a fucking psychopath. And if you really think about the setting, they, they made it perfect. Because if you think about how giant Australia is, I only think of Australia as like Sydney. Mm-hmm. But it's a giant desert country. It's or like fucking this, Melbourne. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's so huge. You think we've got vast expanses in the Southwest. No. No. <laughs> They make it look like we got nothing. So the ability to do that, even now in the day with cell phones and stuff, it's actually feasible that somebody could still get away with this out in the outback, which makes this movie even creepier to me. Oh, absolutely. Because I think when uh, Mick is telling them about how he used to be an exterminator for vermins in the outback, he said one of them takes six or one plot of land takes six six days to drive across and across three, three states. Yeah, three territories. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, the setting for this is insane. But I guess that brings up the question, where were they heading to and from? Because Uh, to have to, like, not many people drive across the outback like that, I don't think. I don't know. For them, maybe (laughs) driving 800 miles is like nothing because that's the only way to get to wherever. Right. Because, you know, for us, once we get out of Grand Rapids, we can go to the next suburb, the next suburb, the next suburb. Out there, if you want to get to this town, you got to drive the 800 miles, so maybe it's normal for them. Right, but they were clearly going somewhere, and I believe they said that they were going to Sydney. Mm-hmm. But that makes me, again, I don't, it doesn't really matter because yeah. I don't know the geography. I was going to say, my knowledge of Australian <laughs> geography is absolutely none. Yeah, it was like uh, trying to read, I think it was like War of the Worlds. Like, ah, we went from Ipswich to White Castle in a fortnight. Like, I, I don't know how far that is. I don't even know how long that is. Yeah, I, I mean, either you guys hauled ass or you guys were really fucking lollygagging. Step on it. There's goddamn <laughs> aliens out there. <laughs> It must be about 18 leagues before we get to them. <laughs> Fucking some Captain Nemo shit. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea, but... Ah, shit, where were we? We were, uh... How easy it is to get away with shit in the outback. Oh, yeah, because, uh... <clears throat> he, she comes... Uh, Liz comes back in while he's torturing... Christy, that's her name. I couldn't tell the names of them apart. Yeah. Honky Central. Yeah. But, uh... She uh she pulls the rifle on him and shoots him right in the fucking neck. Yeah. Which man, I I do love a good horror film where the villain gets fucked up. Yeah, and that was a because I when I saw it, I'm like, well, this is either gonna be because there was a scene before she shot him, or was it at yeah was it after she shot him where she was looking in the video camera. Oh, that's way after. Okay, that's then, no. like ten minutes before the end. Okay, I, was, I got confused on that because there was something that bugged me about that. Just watched it. I, that's why I watch it twice usually before I get here and take notes. Who gives a shit? It's Wolf Creek. Fair enough. Fair enough. Who gives a flying fuck? Well, my point is rendered useless because that happened later in the movie. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. She shoots him in the neck. 
Her and Christy run away. Oh, yeah. I thought it was pretty brilliant that they did dump the truck over the uh, edge of the cliff. That was the one smart move because instead of cracking his dome open with the with the rifle, she just whacks him half-heartedly across the spine maybe twice. Yep. Oh, oh there you go. The bad guy's dead. Okay. But we, we had a brief conversation about this. Not everybody's military trained, you shithead. She just watched her friend get fucking tortured, and she shot a man in the neck. She's had a big day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she should have checked to see if he bled out. But, oh. She has had a big day. <laughs> Fair enough. The movie would have been a lot shorter that way, yeah. too. But, all right, so this is kind of where... I did kind of think that, again, years ago when I saw it, like, oh shit, did they kill him and now they're just going to die in the outback because they have no idea where they are? Because mm. that's a very real possibility. That'd be a really cool movie, too. That would, yeah, like, would be a very different like, movie. Oh man, you survived all this and, uh, <laughs> nope, snakes got you. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that can kill you out there. Oh, there sure fucking is. Yeah, I'm... I'm glad I'm here in Michigan because I know <laughs> Australia's gross. <laughs> hey, name one good thing that's ever come out of Australia. ACDC. Sure. Oh, they're originally from Scotland, though. Oh, I guess Rose Tattoo then. Rose Tattoo was pretty rock. All right. Well, we did it. Okay. You know, if you would have said silver chair, I would have kicked you. <laughs> Keith Urban. <laughs> oh, kicked you harder. Hey, he's great and he's handsome. Okay. All right, so, yeah, she gets away. Uh, she tries to go back for Ben. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mick catches her in the car and stabs her through. Oh, first she finds your videotapes, oh, yeah. which is what, okay. one of the real paint-by-numbers moments. That- yeah, but what killed me about that is it, it looked like I thought that was Ben's camera, okay? Uh-huh. Was that Ben's? Because he was using it at the beach, right? Yeah, but and it, he was on camera. Right, he was, but just before that was... A different they, family. Yeah, but then they sh- didn't. Wasn't Mick in that scene? And I thought Mick was had the camera before, and then Ben had it. That's why I was getting confused. I thought they're ben, two different. They're cameras from other people he's killed. I thought that they were was both the a, easiest step to make. What are you talking I about? I thought this. She saw both of them in the same camera, which made me think that Ben was assisting the killer because we hadn't seen him. Oh no! There's the point where she clearly puts it down and picks up another one. Well, of course, and that's why I <laughs> usually watch these movies twice. <laughs> This would have been a better movie, I think, if Ben would have been in cahoots. (laughs) I think this would have been a much better movie had I paid even a little attention to it. No, but seriously, though, wouldn't it have been... If Ben assisted Mick, that would have been a better movie. Like he was because there's no way they could have possibly known them. And then it would have been an even more paint-by-numbers. It would have been Scream. Yeah, which was a better movie. (laughs) No, it was not. I, I will fight you to the death in my backyard if you tell me that Scream is a better movie than anything. I'd do it for fun, but... Man. I like Scream. Scream is a gigantic piece of shit. That I very much enjoy. I fucking hate that movie. Fuck you, Wes Craven, just for that. But, yeah, so he uh, stabs uh, Liz through the seat. She, I totally didn't see that coming. That was a great scare. That yeah, really that, was. That's real good. Because she could have gotten any one of the cars. She found one key that maybe fit one car, mm-hmm. and he was in the back seat of that mm-hmm. and just shanked her right, yep, right and in the kidney. She gets out and she's kind of stumbling about, and I believe he stabs her again. Mm-hmm. It, or either that or she falls. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I the really line. did. 
As much as, like, yeah, it's horrific violence, but I really did love the part where he just headbutts her and goes, that's for me fucking truck, you bitch. Mm-hmm. Just because it just shows that, yeah, he's a psycho, but he's also just kind of a vindictive ass. Yeah, yeah. Like, you have other vehicles, you shitbag. And it went in a different direction, too, because when he said... You know, there's something that Viet Cong did to, you know, oh, interrogate yeah, the prisoners. We haven't even gotten to that yet. Well, oh, I, my. <laughs> I honestly thought he was going to hamstring her. I thought he was going to cut her Achilles tendons or the back of her knees. Yes. No. Head on a stick. Would you like to take it from there? Uh, he grabs her from behind and shoves a fucking Bowie knife into her spinal column. Severs. And twists it all around. And possibly one of the best pieces of acting I have just ever seen in any film is her face when she falls is one of the most horrifying things I have ever seen. Mm -hmm. Because you watch a movie and you just go, oh, that sucks. You really start to think critically about movies and you put yourself in her shoes. Mm -hmm. You were just watching your friend be tortured. You were stabbed in the gut. This man headbutted you, and now he's severed your spine and thrown you on the ground to mm-hmm. die. Even if you survive this, you will never forget this. Ever. Jesus Christ. And that look on her face was, you you, you felt it. It was yeah. palpable. It's, oof. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Like I said, if... If we're going to watch a torture movie, I'm not watching Saw or any of that kind of bullshit Mm -mm. that's just kind of like fantastical deaths. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm going to watch a torture movie, fucking within reason, give it to me. And and you know what I liked about that, too? If you think about it, they intimated more about that with that dead body hanging on the wall that you kind of barely couldn't tell what it was. Until they pointed it out. Yeah, until he told you exactly what it was. Right. Which I didn't really want to talk about, but all right, let's well, do it. Well, that made the off-screen or the even threat of anything. Like, when... when after well, he We seven- should explain what he did to explain why it's so fucking horrendous. Yeah, the uh, he nailed a body to his tool bench, I believe, right above his tool bench. Yes. That had been... Partially skin, parts of it cut off, but the whole head was missing, wasn't it? Yes, because yeah. he makes a joke about it. Yeah. And so that extra piece, like just if they just had the menace and talked about it and put it off screen. Uh, let, let, let's give it the context that it deserves. Why was she up on that wall? Oh, dear. Because he had been fucking her for months and he tells Christy. Yeah, she lasted a few good months because they bring it up, I believe, oh, when they're running right. away. Yes. And Christy says, that person, that person endured this for months. months. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. And holy so it, shit. <laughs> and it really puts everything into context. And again, ratchets up all the menace. So I was usually the now that I've been watching horror movies, the, I can tell when it's decent is when I get so anxious that I can barely sit down. And they really ratcheted that up. I, I was almost hovering in my seat because they had me going. Uh, so we're shown Christy running through the barren wastes of the outback. Well, and it, he also intimates that, oh, you're going to tell me where Christy is. Yeah, because that's why they used to do it, in, apparently, in the Vietnam War. So you can still get information out of them, but they don't run away. Mm-hmm. So you, in your head, you're imagining what happened because they 
cut to him coming up to Christy. Or no, that Christy was getting was on the road walking. She was running through a field. She a car happens to be passing by. Yep. Real again, paint by numbers horror movie trope. Mm-hmm. So the car stops. It's an old man. He shoves her in the back seat, puts his coffee on the top of the car. Yep. And we hear a this moment very too. faint, very faint, yep. and then his coffee starts pouring out from a bullet hole. Yep. Yep. And he stands up to look around and say, what the hell is that? And then you see just a real faint muzzle flash mm-hmm. and blood spatter on the window. But prior prior to the, um, the little whip, I'm like, is this a red herring? Is this the other guy? Is this a, an assistant? Yeah, because in my head, I'm like, because I want it to be better. Jesus, man. It's not Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, it, it read like that when I started, like when he started talking about stuff and he started intimating there's then. But here's the thing, because I, I checked. Uh, we talked about High Tension. High Tension was 2002. High Tension did essentially the same thing. Oh, yeah. The passerby stops and all hope is lost when the person is killed. I think that's probably why I thought that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm starting to think like a horror movie fan. No. No? No. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> We're pretty fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so she starts driving away. Mick chases her down in a real bitchin' sport, or a muscle car. Oh, that was a cool-ass car. Yeah, it's pretty fucking sweet. I couldn't even tell you what kind it was, but it was cool. And he, uh, she sees him in the rear view, and he does a fucking Freddy Krueger. He, like, waves his hands at her mm-hmm. and pulls up besides her, beside her and just starts mocking her. Yes, yes, yes. Another like, killing, killer mocking the uh, prey again. Yep, and she bumps him off the road, and you think, oh, shit. Oh, yes. fuck, she's going to get out of this. I did, because it was getting close to the end. It was like, the, that happened, like, 15 minutes before the end of the movie, so I'm like, oh, ooh. Yeah, because, I mean, in films like this, there's usually one survivor. Right, the final girl. Yeah, we expect to never see uh, Ben ever again. Yeah, because he's not brought up. No, he's not in most of the movie, if we're being honest. Hey, you got Tia leone again. Yeah. Wow, two movies in a row. (laughs) So, uh, he hops out of the car, pulls out his sniper rifle, and uh, gets her tire. Mm Mm-hmm. Flips her car into the fucking ditch. Now, I love that car flip. Yes, because it looked like they had it on a spinner and just spin it, spin it, spin, spun it once. Zoom, exactly. It landed on its tires. Yes. I loved that. So there is behind the scenes footage, I guess. I, I kind of want to look it up of them just driving that car afterwards because they're like, well, yeah, we, it still ran. So fuck it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was really cool because it clearly was done in one take. Because again, twenty five days to shoot this fucking thing, and it just—I mean—it flipped absolutely perfectly and, and and landed on its wheels. It was crazy. Yeah, I wonder if that was accidental. Had to be. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. But uh, yeah, she crawls out of the car and he shoots her right in the fucking back, just unceremoniously. I thought he was gonna try to, you know, wound her to keep her too. Yeah. No, just caps her twice, bam, then reloads and bam, hits her again. Yeah, because he shoots her like right in the back, and when she falls, he wanders over quietly and calmly and just shoots her in the, I believe, right in the head. Mm-hmm. Stuffs her in the trunk. And there's another body in there, and I don't know who the fuck that is. I thought it's, it was Ben. No. I know, but in my head, because I didn't know we hadn't seen Ben yet. Yes. I thought it was Ben in the car. I'm like, don't No. Be. Yeah. Yes. 
Yes. Yes, I thought it would have been. No, I did not think it was Ben. I don't fucking... I'm just yelling answers. Fair enough. No, I thought it was Ben in the trunk, and then I'm like, nah. No, my thought is that it was Liz, because... It looked like a dude's hand, though. Mm. Had hair on it. Oh, I... Oh, it was probably the old man. Duh. (laughs) I am so smart. we're dumb. Yeah. Fucking, we watched Wolf Creek, guys. (laughs) Yeah, I think that shaved about three IQ points off me just watching that movie, though. Yeah, but, um, so Ben gets away. Yes, he does, but let's let's put it this way, and this is what, this (laughs) kind of bothered me a little bit, okay? I, I like this ending. I know. I like the ending. We're, we're going to disagree hard about this. No, 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 no. I don't mind the ending. What I didn't like was, guess, guess how Ben was being kept down there with the wild rabid dogs. Oh, he was crucified on a cross. He escapes and lives. So? I was like, come on. Everything else. That, that's just, mm, that's like giving your, your uh, hero the initials JC. It's John Carter. It's <laughs> Joe Coffin. It's, it, come on. Joe Coffin? John Connor? Yeah, there you go. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. we all know the Terminator is yeah. a big religious parable. And I just, I did, it, this movie didn't need that. It, dude, it was fine. Well, all right, so what would you have rather had? I don't care. Just because it gave them a good reason to watch us, or have us watch him, like, pull his gross impaled limbs off of the fucking thing. I know, but still, grr. And out of all the, the, the dog I didn't need. There was a dog, but it was in a kennel right next to right. him, thereby rendering it useless. Mm-hmm. They just wanted a barking dog. To ratchet up that old tension. No, but uh, so Ben gets away, and then it, in a post-film crawl, it essentially tells us that he was almost charged with the disappearance and murders of these two women. Well, and for a minute there, I thought maybe it was a fever dream, and it was, uh, you know, he was stuck... He was the killer, but nobody My caught him. My fucking God, he's not the killer. I know, but this is, I always tell you, I try to make the movie more interesting to me in my head to like it, to get through it. And oh, this was no it's exception. just introducing elements that don't exist into a film. No. I do all That's the time. It's not even interpretation. No, you're I'm making up your own shit. Always. How many have we done together? You're just figuring this oh shit out. Oh my God. I do this with every movie. But no, all right. Here's why I do kind of like this movie though. This movie's fucking bleak. I didn't hate this movie. The only person that suffers no consequences... Mick. ...is the murderer. Well, I mean, I guess he got shot in the neck, but he seems to be fine. You gotta walk it off. Yeah, but what the fuck accent was that? Fuck if I know. Jesus. (laughs) I forgot to make my vowels really big, and you can only do Australian while you're yelling. I've got to walk it off. I can't even do it then. No. No, I don't even know why I bothered. Why? Can we just edit this shit out? Why are we doing any of this? Why are we even talking about Wolf Creek? <laughs> because we got to fill 41 minutes. Oh, I mean, I'm sure we're... Yeah, we're close. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I... Yeah, this is... I, I didn't... didn't wa- hate this movie. I did not hate this movie. No, it has very, very good elements that I kind of feel the same way about this that I do with... Uh, the taking of Deborah Logan, mm-hmm. where there were very, very good elements, but they muddled it up with your typical mm. blockbustery kind of horror tropes that, like, the whole finding the yeah. video cameras, like, man, this is cheesy and stupid. Well, I was, I was complaining about it while we were watching. I was like, what did you get out? We get it. He's a serial killer. Get out of the room now. 
Yeah. We, we get it. That's enough exposition. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah. But, I mean, overall, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's if you, And, again, you might like it a little better if you're kind of more into torture movies. But, like, even during the, like, the finger thing, like, yeah, you're really brushing up against, like, what I really need to see in a movie. Yeah, but it was cartoony enough that you could just go, ha-ha, CGI. If it looked realer or it looked more real, I would have had big problems with it. But as it was, it was just like, poop, fingers yeah. falling floor. Yeah. So he only cut off three of her four fingers up top. How did that fourth one make it? I don't know. Maybe she <laughs> maybe she was like this. I don't know. I'm going to get you, I swear. Oh, yeah. I guess angles exist. Yeah. <laughs> Geometry is still a thing regardless of somebody's killing you. Man. <laughs> Wait, he cut in an arc. We, of course, that we, makes sense. We really took the week off on this. Yeah, we did. But Jesus. in my defense, I didn't have as much time to prepare as I usually do. Oh, yeah, you didn't have an entire week to watch an hour and 40-minute movie. That's how long it takes me to watch shit. Yeah, I could have watched it again mm-hmm. like after... Like, while well, I was waiting for you to get here, but I didn't. Nah, it's... No. Mm. I watched Vampire Diaries instead. How was that, by the way? It's fine. Like, I... I Alright. I don't watch a lot of TV, because, like, I fall asleep, and then I miss episodes, and I forget where I am. But, like, if I watch TV, I usually watch utter trash. Like, I got yes. really... In, a couple of years ago, I got really into that Once Upon a Time show. Oh, that was supposed to be good. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it was fine. But no, like, uh, Vampire Diaries. Uh, there's a cute girl that I like that really likes Vampire Diaries. I was like, yeah, I'll take an interest in something that you like. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been, well, it's not bad. Uh, speaking of, the one of the developers of it, uh, Kevin Williamson, is the dude that wrote Scream. Really? Yeah. So, wow. I mean, it's not like utter trash i mean it's still like teenage there's nonsense in it but mm-hmm. like eh, i'll watch this bullshit to fucking have something to talk to a cute girl about absolutely yeah. i i have watched anime for a woman so oh oh no yeah <laughs> i still can't stand it no oh no but you give it a shot oh you really try <laughs> I, I honestly i tried four different ones to find one that i could even settle with and i'm no i can't do this <sighs> A lot of it's really flashy, and that bothers me. Mm. And I just every I villain, I like horror movies because they're dark and they don't hurt my eyes. Well, every bad guy ends up being a vampire in anime. I think it's a rule. Oh, I, maybe I'd like anime. I like vampires. Yeah. Well, you give it a shot. Have fun. Yeah, I, I don't know where to start. I started with Sergeant Frog, and I, I stand by oh, it. I love Sergeant Frog. Oh, man, that just went right over my head. All right, do you have anything else to say about Wolf Creek? Because I fucking no, but don't. Any, any cartoon where a frog lives in a house and his mortal enemy is a vacuum cleaner is a win for me. <laughs> so, so Have you watched uh, Grizzy and the Lemmings? No, should I? Yeah, it's like a Canadian cartoon but it's kind of like looney tunes where it's just buck wild and shit just happens oh yeah man there's no dialogue in it whatsoever it's basically like coyote and roadrunner oh good but an entire show of like eight minute episodes well it's either gonna be torture or wonderful So, so so there's your recommendation for children's programming after this wholesome discussion about a torture flick yeah again i I don't know who I would recommend this movie to. I wouldn't say it. Like, I, 
I guess horror comes in all flavors, but yeah, it's it's scary. Mm-hmm. It's one of those like <laughs> late at night and you're hanging out with a partner, like oh, we should watch a scary movie. It, mm-hmm. It's one of those dog shit movies that you don't really need to like watch. Yeah, or pay a hundred percent attention to. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> I, I I yeah, I've watched this twice for this, and I didn't pay attention. Like I just pause it in the middle to go do Josh's thing like, the first time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's fine. Yes. Watch Wolf Creek. There you go. It's great. Wait, that was a tiger. Not a yeah, wolf. no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> Shit. That's Tiger Creek, yeah. Um, what, what's a good wolf mascot? Are there any? Um, God. What <laughs> the was, devil. <laughs> yeah. No, what was the werewolf on the cereal box? I, I, that's what I'm asking. I don't remember its name. Cookie Creek. Oh, wait. No, that's the wrong one. Nah. Nope. <laughs> yeah, Cookie Crisp definitely did not have a werewolf mascot. I was going to say, my bad. Boo Berry, Count Chocula, Frankenberry, and. No, that was a. They're, I don't no, they had a wolf mascot. I don't fucking they believe you. They did. All right. Um, James, you got anything to plug? Absolutely not. Except for this. Well, the I, fucking show that you're on. You mean the one that people are maybe listening to right now <laughs> that already know what I'm doing? Oh, yeah, yeah them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can find us on all the social media stuff. Well, some of the social media. I don't know how to do it really. Now we're we're on the uh, Spotify's and the Apples and the uh, in the in the what's it's yeah and the who's what's in the in mm. the only fans. Oh yeah, Doctor Pissface. Mm. But yeah, uh, we have a do a Facebook group. You can listen to us. We send out random shit. If you mm-hmm. want to talk about hair metal, I'm I'm there. Somebody's got to be. Yeah. (laughs) So one of these days, somebody will engage me in a discussion about hair metal. Yeah. And then then I'll probably stop. I'm going to find somebody. I'm going to pay someone just so I don't have to listen to it anymore. Oh, man. Yeah. If anybody out there wants to have like a two hour conversation about rat, I'm in. Mm -hmm. Because rat's the shit. Mm -hmm. You struck by lightning. You're in love. I think that is the album where they started every song with the same chord. So turn around, remember me. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Um, yeah, that's about it. Oh, uh, I think I made us a Snapchat. I don't remember the name. I think it's Horror Vomit Pod. Send us snaps of really fucked up shit. I'll send you a T-shirt, maybe. Indeed. All right, um, James. Chris, are we finished? Indeed, we are. <laughs> Please let's be. <laughs> That's all we got to say that about was this. Fucking rough, man. Yeah, it was. Oh, bye, everyone. Bye, bye. Don't do drugs or or do them, whatever. If, yeah, don't do too many needle drugs unless yeah. you like them. Yeah. Bye. Bye. You can see-